Our bodies are portals. Every time we drift into sleep, we step through a gateway into unknown worlds. Walking through the void, passing through darkness and light, as the atoms of the universe rearrange themselves into vision, prophecy, messages, and memories. With the ego left behind, we become the creator once again, weaving together the very threads of reality through our dreams. I am Stella Porta, Stargate, Incarnated Angel, Dream Oracle, Artist, and your guide and bridge between the seen and unseen. Welcome to the Dreamweaver Podcast. Hello, beautiful dreamers. I'm back with another episode, and today I'm going to talk about a couple experiences I've had with the deceased or departed. I've been meaning to record sooner, but life just got really busy there, and I'm not just speaking physically or literally, but energetically too. Last week in particular, we had so much celestial energy influencing us, and I finally wrapped my head around one transit in particular that affects us all. Saturn now in Pisces as of March 7th, and I uploaded a video on it the other day to guide you through it. You can find it in the links in the show notes for my YouTube and my Instagram. Next episode, I'll talk about how these planetary celestial bodies, how astrology opens stargates or portals for us in the dream time as well. All right, let's move on. To what I know you're here for, communicating with the departed through dreams. I've had dreams about many departed or what I prefer to call transitioned ancestors. And when I say ancestors, these can extend to ancestors of your bloodlines, ancestors of the land where you live or travel, and even of your spiritual lineage across time and space. I've mentioned a few of these interactions in episode number three, And I believe these types of dreams where we are communing with those that have passed on are all examples of what I categorized as dimensional travel, specifically interdimensional meeting points. Just to recap, this type of dream is a meeting point between realms for ancestors, interdimensional beings, light beings, spirit guides, animal spirits, where they have the opportunity to relay a message for you for your highest good for your guidance. This is also a place where you can convene with those you have soul ties with, such as a past lover, a friend, or a departed person. It's truly a meeting of souls. We are all spirits, whether alive or not. And for us, we're just spirits who currently inhabit bodies. When we dream, we're able to travel to the realms of the departed. Sometimes, without understanding it, those cities we visit, the houses, the forests, the pleasure palaces, the cinemas, the institutes of higher learning, the schools, are building structures that exist in the afterlife as well as in dreaming. When I went through a really physically uncomfortable ascension back in 2020, I feel like that happened for most of us. And let me tell you that my symptoms were not at all glamorous, like they are hyped up to be. My body physically went through a type of death. 
this is when I really began to journal what was happening in my waking life and in my dreaming life. There are entries where I thought I was dying. My crown chakra felt as if it was set ablaze. My third eye felt like flames were burning into it. My throat had an insane amount of pressure. And I experienced vertigo for the first time that I physically felt the world spinning. This is another story for another episode, but what I am getting to with this is that I wanted so badly to understand what was happening to me that I was searching obsessively for answers. That was when I took my first psychic course, a nine-week course, I believe it was a nine-week course, led by Brie Melanson. The third module was mediumship, and a medium is someone who is able to connect with people who have crossed over beyond the physical plane. And at that point in time, with all the experiences I was having at nighttime with spirits and shadows, I was a little scared of the dead. So in this class, we were taught to set up boundaries with the departed by setting up a mental door for them if they wanted to come through. I set mine up in the back right corner of my mind, and I wanted them to knock so that I remained in control of who accessed my energy in my space. I did the meditation from the module to connect with a departed person during the day and nothing spectacular happened. It didn't seem like it worked, but that night I went to sleep and not too long later, as I was dreaming, or perhaps in what I call the in-between, which is the liminal space between sleep and awake, maybe this happened then, I honestly can't remember, it was so long ago, but I do remember, and I wrote it down in my journal, I heard a very audible knock inside my mind from the back right corner. It woke me up for a second, and I looked around the room completely freaked out. My husband was still sound asleep beside me. And then I started drifting back into sleep, and of course, I heard the loud knock again. I was so scared, I never did the meditation again. But I now know that I wasn't ready at that point in time. So be gentle with yourself if this sounds like you. Case in point, dreams are doorways that the departed can more easily communicate through. There was one dream in particular that I had back in, let me check my book of mirrors, which is my dream journal, back in September 5th, 2022. I knew I was dreaming within the dream. My husband's grandfather is there and I'm aware that he is deceased and know that this is a mediumship experience. I ask him if he wants me to pass on a message to my husband or my husband's father. He replies, no, I can do that myself. I ask him where my husband's grandmother is who transitioned the year before him and he says, I haven't seen her. While this may not seem full of information, there was a lot that I took away from this dream when I woke up and had many intuitive downloads channel through me right after. It's interesting to note that my husband's grandfather only spoke Portuguese in his earth life, which is why I love communication in the dream realms because we're not limited to one language. Energy is language and we are speaking energy. If you try and pay attention within your dreams, You might even notice that no one actually opens their mouths to speak. It's all done telepathically. 
Oh, and I have to share a movie we just watched last night that touches on this so well. We learned about this movie from Greg Braden when we were watching his show, Missing Links, and it was an incredible movie. It's called The Arrival. And I won't go any further with that, but Google it and let me know what you think. Okay, so what did this dream show me? I now believe that we have a misconception or this perception or belief that all loved ones are just waiting around for us on the other side. Unless there is a soul connection with this person, I don't believe we've had previous lifetimes with every single person in our life, family, friend, or otherwise, which is why many of our star families don't actually live in close proximity. I have soul sisters who are thousands of miles and countries away, but our paths were destined to cross at some point in our journeys. With our departed loved ones, unless they signed on to be a specific guide for us, we have to remember that these are individual souls, same as us, who are traversing the galaxies for experiences and growth. Once again, it doesn't all revolve around us. These people may have been connected to us in some way on earth, such as a sister, a father, a mother, an aunt, a friend, etc. But they were also souls having a human experience, exactly like we are now. And when they pass on, they have their own soul's dreams to follow, instead of sitting around watching us live ours. I think there's a window open that allows us to communicate with them before they take off on their next cosmic adventure. But how that space of time is measured is literally beyond me. And I don't claim to know how long their spirit hangs around in this realm for. But I also acknowledge that these souls, unless they have a soul contract with you to wait it out, are not sitting around waiting for us, watching us, even guiding us until our journey here ends too. There is no time for a soul. It doesn't really exist the way we measure it here on Earth, and it's not a linear time. Our planetary time is different than universal time or quantum time. I don't claim to fully understand it, but I acknowledge its influence in the cosmic web of existence. These departed souls get to choose how to explore their destiny. For example, I often dreamt of my paternal great-grandparents, who I wasn't really close to because they only spoke Italian. They transitioned in the early 90s, and my great-grandmother would appear in my dreams every now and then. One time we were even speaking French. You really have to love the dream realm. It got to the point where I had my first reading with a medium. I didn't ask to connect with anyone specifically, but this great-grandmother hijacked the meeting from my maternal great-grandmother who had come through first. After my parents divorced, the families did not get along. So I'm not really surprised that this happened. And the medium knew their names and described them to me. So I know this person, the medium, was authentic. And my great-grandmother had a lot to say. She'd been trying to send me messages while the doorway of opportunity was still open. One of the last dreams I had with her was her and my great-grandfather reincarnating again as babies. I talk about it in the third episode, so I won't go into detail here, but in the dream, we were gathered around them saying, look, they're babies again, and we were using very large iPads to take pictures of them. 
And this technology in the dream was a symbol for the zodiac sign of Aquarius. Essentially, they're back on this earth in the time of Aquarius. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, actually, I believe that the knock I described earlier from that dream was most likely her. Because that's when she was showing up so much in my life, in my readings with other people, in my dreams. She was clearly very adamant in getting my attention while she still could, while the door was still open between the worlds. Let's take a look at some reasons why the dead come a knocking. And these are in no particular order. Number one is the common one you see in movies. There's unfinished business. Number two, they have a concern for what's happened to their bodies, or they don't even know they're dead. Number three, they are looking for or want to extend forgiveness. Number four, the dead want to pass on a message through us, like I mentioned earlier with mediumship. And we all have this psychic sense. Some are just more tuned in than others. That's why it's extremely helpful to believe in your dreams as gateways into other worlds. Because you can access your psychic senses while you sleep. One of my teachers said, There are far more people on the other side of death who want to reach the living than there are living people who can receive them. And he's right. Many are looking for open channels of communication. Number five, they bring a warning or health advisory, sort of like a tip-off that you are developing a certain symptom and need to get something checked out. Number six, they come to announce their death. They come to tell us that they've died or about to die. They can often appear at the moment or shortly after the moment of death. Number seven, they come to prepare us for our death. This doesn't mean you're going to die in a literal sense. It's just to show us what the road looks like because they're familiar already. Sort of like having your own personal tour guide into the underworld. Number eight which is kind of a spin-off of number seven, the dead come to show us their realm. I believe there are as many afterlife situations as there are human imaginations. I always say that imagination is the bridge between worlds. This is my sole reason for seeing the world through the eyes of an artist. Number nine, the dead come as earth keepers or guardian spirits. They serve Gaia, our earth, trying to reach the minds and hearts of those who can change things here. And number 10, they return as guides, as teachers, which links to what I said earlier. It's not every soul's path, but some do choose to come back into our lives spiritually for this purpose. The departed come with helpful information. They show us that they're alive. Therefore, there is life beyond the body. Life doesn't end when you leave your physical body. Death is a very lively subject, often considered taboo. But it is part of our existence here, and instead of fearing it, we should embrace how precious this physical existence truly is, and how magnificent it is that we get to continue traveling, even without our bodies. 
I know many of us who identify as starseeds, lightworkers, angels, find it hard to live in such a polarizing density. I've heard many people say, why did I choose to come here? What was I thinking? I am so ready to go home now. And honestly, I'm guilty of this myself at times. But I'm willing to bet that the 99% of us that have said this or felt this way, if we were about to die, we would want a little more time here. Because with the chaos comes the beauty. With the separation comes the unity. With the darkness comes the light. But isn't it beautiful that at the end of it all, we are all one source, fractaled out to have these unique individual experiences? If you've had an experience with someone who has departed or transitioned, whether in a dream or your waking life, share your story through the voice message link in the show notes of the episode. I would love to hear it and be a witness to your experience. I know this episode was a short one, but remember that with this entire podcast series, I'm not just going to speak about one aspect of dreaming only once. These are these types of topics and experiences are going to come up, I'm sure, again and again, and I'm just going to share them with you as they come up. So if you wanted a lot more on mediumship and dreaming, don't worry, there will be more coming. <laughs> It doesn't end here. The doors are open. The gateways are open. We are just allowing the information to flow through whenever it chooses to do so. Until next time, may your doors and gates and paths between the worlds stay open. But may the doors and gates and paths of any who wish to do you or those you love any harm remain closed. And so it is.